What's up, everybody? How's it going? You've got us over here from the Pennsylvania Attorney General's office. This is Dave Corbin. This is Jerry Mitchell. This is John Nixon. Today we're going to be talking to you guys about senior scams, which is a really prevalent problem within the Commonwealth and something that needs a lot of um, a lot of time so that we can kind of go over everything that goes into it and how to protect yourselves and protect your family members. Definitely. Our state data center lists us as one of the top states in the country with a senior population of 22, uh, 2.2 million and over. So we this is a target-rich environment for scam artists to come in and try to manipulate our seniors. Our seniors come from, you got to understand something, our seniors come from a different generation. These are the baby boomers, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and, and you know, the generation of Eisenhower, Roosevelt, mm-hmm. and Kennedy, and, you know, my favorite, you know, Harry Truman. The OG squad. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, OGs. Yeah, they are. And, and you know, that that and that generation in that age, you know, it was a handshake and a, and a pat on the back or, you know, a handshake and somebody's word right. that meant something. And that's what, you know, they pretty much go off of that trust factor that our seniors have. Mm-hmm. I wonder why we have so many seniors. I wonder what we're feeding them over here. Oh no. You you ever think about that? Okay. Oh. Off topic already. We're getting off the rails. So, 2.2 million people within Pennsylvania and that's 65 or older, right? Yeah. And that's out of a population of like 13 million. So that's definitely like a huge sort of target market I guess for these scammers, right? And they go about yeah. it in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you're talking about what we're feeding them. I guess it's all those cheesesteaks coming out of Philly. That's right. That's what's know. up. All those pretzels and cheesesteaks coming out of Philadelphia. But <laughs> you got to remember, you know, now it's a digital age where before, with these guys, it was a manual age. You know, they did everything manually. Mm-hmm. You know, you needed to communicate or talk to somebody. You know, you went to their home or, you know, you picked up the phone. But it was a little bit more manual back then. It wasn't digital, nowhere near the way it is now. But with so many of these scams nowadays, I got to tell you, it's not just the seniors who are, you know, basically at risk. It's everybody. Right. Scams do not have a border anymore. But our seniors, again, because they don't understand the platform and the environment like, you know, a lot of younger folks do, they, they find themselves a little bit more at risk. Right, because I was going to ask, why are we focusing on seniors today? It's kind of because of the fact that within this digital age and within the 21st century where people like us using the web, it's kind of like a second language. This is completely foreign to them. So it's like, yeah, it just compounds the problem. It just makes it that much more difficult for them to be able to identify and for them to be able to respond to. Yeah, You put an iPhone in front of a lot of our seniors, they will look at you like, you know, this doesn't look like the calculator I used to have yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> but, you know, they that, was, don't... that was called an abacus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, I don't know. Really? Was it called a... Or is that something you just made up? It's happening again. Okay. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> uh, so, let's, like, talk about a couple of these different scams, Jer, because I... You were talking to me about it. I'm looking on this piece of paper right now, and there's more than I even knew existed, and I've been working here for, like, almost a year, which is crazy, because the more you dig into it, like, the crazier it gets, because there's it's so layered, right? The way that scammers can target these guys and the different sort of methods and tricks that they can use. Oh, yeah. This day and age where you've got a lot more of these scams that are 
you know, going online and the world's more digital nowadays. Crowdfunding is a big one nowadays. And a lot of our seniors don't understand that. But somebody comes up to them or they may get, if they do have a computer, which a lot of them do, they may get this great offer online to invest in some property that's in, let's say, Florida or some coastal state, uh, Cape May or San Diego or something like that. And they're asked, hey, listen, you know, this property is valued $800,000. Uh, once it's renovated, once it's fixed up, it'll go for $1.6 to $2 million. If you invest now in the renovations, you invest, you could get a nice return on your money. And they end up investing and in not doing due diligence. The next thing you know, they find out that that property is swampland. Or, you know, there may be somebody out there saying, you know, there's been a death in a family or somebody has cancer or something like that, which a lot of people do collect or go online to do crowdfunding online. But again, you got to do due diligence and do research to make sure that these folks aren't trying to scam you or there isn't somebody out there just putting this stuff out there just to, you know, get to get money out of people. And a lot of our seniors, it pulls a string in their heart. They end up giving money to it. Right. And it's hard because that sort of thing, like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's not like you're yeah. just going to be able to instill in them all of the things that we're taught sort of knowing secondhand. Right. Yeah. And, you know, when they when they hear things like this, when scams like this hit their radar in a lot of cases, you know, they instantly think I got to, you know, I got to help somebody out. Well, somebody needs a few dollars and, you know, it's 50 bucks or 100 bucks. Well, that's a lot to a person who's on a, you know, in a lot of cases, yeah, on a fixed income, yeah. And they're actually, you know, you got people out here. Do you have any idea how much ramen that could buy? Are you kidding me? That's a ton of ramen. Yeah, a ton of ramen. Top ramen, spicy top ramen. Yeah. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of ramen. It is. Uh, Right. So. That's a lot of pepperoni pizza, too, and cheese sticks. But anyway, uh, yeah, but that, so Indiegogo, Kickstarter, GoFundMe, uh, online crowdfunding sites, they do work, and, you know, you do have products out there. You do have people out there raising uh, funds for different ventures. But what we always advise is to do due diligence before you invest in anything. Yeah, and for everybody who doesn't know out there, just like the crowdfunding sort of stuff, it could be everything from you trying to fund your own movie or maybe a trip, an educational endeavor. It's all of these people who are trying to reach peers online to be able to build up funds for whatever sort of project they're using. And what Jerry is kind of saying is that these these scammers and these criminals can basically try to use it to for duplicitous purposes to to be able to trick people yeah, out of their money. Right. Which has happened. We've seen it in our office like a lot. Yeah. And I've seen this on the rise actually in the past two years, especially with crowdfunding sites like this. I've seen the scams out there. And again, people who are putting fraudulent products out there or things that aren't even out of the basically out of the woodwork in terms of creativity. It's just an idea of theirs, but they just want the money. Right. Not really interested in anything else. They just want the money. Which defeats the whole point of crowdfunding because there's yeah. like two parts to it. It's getting the money and then delivering the service or product. Yeah. Another one that's out there is romance scams. You know, romance is in the air and people are dating online. And, you know, our 55— This is like catfishing. Yeah, in a way it is. Because when it comes to seniors out there— the, folk, the people who put this stuff out there, the romance scams, you know, they may, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm from your generation. I understand the things you understand. You know, right. I am your Clark Gable. You are my Elizabeth Taylor. Went right and, over my head. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but to see, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when you're born in, I don't know, 1995. Three. Excuse me. Oh, wow. 
yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, so Gone with the Wind. I'm guessing, right? Okay, Gone with the Wind. Okay, okay. sweet. So the Gone with the Gone with the Wind generation. See, you got me tongue tied here. The Gone with the Wind generation. Let's so let's talk about them for a minute. All right, so you know maybe it's been a while since they've had somebody in their life, somebody you know to talk, you know, the same direction that they talk and everything, and then somebody comes along. You know, I like the same things you like. I'm from that generation. You know, why don't we spend our golden years together? And it starts online like that on these online sites. And but is this person really valid and legit? Yeah, like that's the messed up part about it. It's like it starts online and it finishes online. Like it never gets out of online. Yeah, right. And the next thing you know, they start. You know, after I don't know, week, month, year, or six months, and not very long. Usually afterwards, they may say, "Hey, listen, you know, oh my goodness, somebody, something happened in my family." Uh, or my house caught on fire, or some catastrophic issue, and next thing you know, oh, if I could only just get, you know, 500 or a couple thousand dollars to help deal with this issue. Which is so gross because it's literally just, like, tugging on people's heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, completely, you know, twisting the knife and leveraging what should be, like, this really sort of great part about yeah. them, establishing this emotional connection and being able to, like, give them something else in a later part of their life, and instead... They find themselves, you know, on the receiving end of... Yeah. True story. I met a guy. I met a guy out in the field. This guy, $27,000 out the window, gone. 27 grand? 27 grand, gone. Holy shit. She was out of Cairo. And she well, showed him... She sent him... Red a, flag number one. Yeah, I know. But she, he but he, he drank the Kool-Aid, and he believed okay. in her, and he thought she was, you know, she, this was it. And he kept giving and kept giving, and eventually got... 20, when he's telling me this story, I'm looking at him... And, you know, I'm just like, you can't be serious. Was right. this a senior? But, right. Yeah. But, again, he was of yeah, that how old, generation. How old was he? Uh, he was over 55. Yeah. Let's just put it like that. He was over 55. I've, and, I've heard the the phone calls on the other end with our our, um, our Constituent folks. services? Yeah. With, yeah, they're, yeah. They're taking the phone calls, hearing, and and I can hear them say, how, how much? You right. gave you gave this person how much money? Like tens of thousands of dollars. And yeah, and this is the senior line that people are calling into, and I hear you know yeah, like hear, that hotline, right? Yeah, the hotline, and it's just, and sometimes they're hanging up the phone and they're in tears. You know, it's just like this I mean, is, like, this is I real stuff. Be too, are you kidding me? This, yeah. These people have saved this money for their entire lives. Yeah, and then just to get ripped off by some fraudster. It's terrible. And, and, but it's like, it's it's more insidious than that. It's not just like a fraudster. It's somebody who has like given them a spark of hope who have maybe right. put something within their life again or on their plate that they hadn't had for a while. Maybe they have a deceased spouse. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't like have anybody anymore. And you know, crazy part, crazy part about it, a person who is doing this isn't even a senior a lot of times. Person what, who's, who's doing like this, perpetrating Yeah, perpetrating scam? the BS. Yeah they, yeah, they could get an image from anywhere. They're not even a senior. Totally. Like, like totally. I imagine that they're mostly not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're, right? they're they're your age, my age, John's. You know, they're they're anybody nowadays. But right. and again, the web is the biggest equalizer, so you can be anybody out there. So that's one of the one of the tragedies of this. And again, I've had a, a lovely lady tell me about what happened to her, and she ended up giving somebody two grand, who she thought was coming to see her. Oh, to be able to like fund his travels. Yeah, to fund his travels. Never showed up at Philadelphia International. And her last question to me was, "Do you think I can get my money back?" And I, I looked at her, ma'am, I'm sorry. He was never real. He was probably from Cleveland. The money's gone. Cleveland. Yeah, tell me about it. But no, leave Cleveland alone. Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, he's probably from Pittsburgh. 
you know, I'm not a Steelers fan, so I can say what I want. But anyway. But like, dude, that's, that's, that's kind of the thing. We work on it a lot in our office, too, like being able to get restitution for people constantly trying to, like, create an open dialogue so that people could call into us. People can And sometimes that does happen. There was what yeah. the, the Kickstarter guy that tried to, to start something. It With was, uh, the Radiate t-shirts. Yeah. Right? To- total scam. Okay, so for all of you guys out there who don't know, there's this guy who started a crowdfunding campaign. I think he got over, like, $500,000. A lot of money. He got, like, $570,000 to be able to make these state-of-the-art, really unique, individualistic sort of workout t-shirts that are um, very sweat-absorbent. Yeah. And, you know, how does the story end, Jerry? They didn't get the shirts. No, they didn't. Right? They never do. Right. So, but at least guy, they caught the guy. In this well, case. yeah. So our office caught the guy. Yep. We settled with him. He now owes restitution all of the people that paid him. Um, and that's sort of like none of this is happy, but that's like a happier ending that you can find to a story like that, right? And in we're most constantly cases. right, and we're constantly working towards that, and we're constantly just trying to make sure that we could do that for everybody in every walk of life with every sort of crime. But there's something to be said about what Jerry is talking about right now with these senior scams. Um, And I think it's because of everything that is at play. It's because of the fact that they come from a generation that is maybe a little more noble or honest. And they come come from a place where they are so unfamiliar with the tools that we use on an everyday basis within the digital ecosystem. And it's all of these things sort of coalescing together to the point where it breaks your fucking heart. Like, I can't believe... The stories you hear over and over and over again from these people that are just like, honestly, like, just good people. Right. They just want to help somebody. Right. Not only that, they just want to, like, you know. Yeah. Especially with the romance scams, like, they just want to, like. That's not cool. Have a connection. And, again, these people are, they're very target specific in a lot of cases. Of course. They data mine. They sit back and go, okay, out of this whole area, who's, who in this area live, who, who in this area is I don't know, 50, 55 and over. Who's the most susceptible? Yeah, and the next thing you know, and then they start looking sometimes, okay, what what culture is in this area, okay? Is it a high area for, I don't know, Spanish-Americans? Is it a high area for African-Americans? Is it a high area for Bhutanese right. or India? And they start looking, and then they start, you know, some cases they start targeting different cultures, too. So it's almost like a checklist, you're saying, where yeah. it's like, okay, this meets this requirement, age, and ethnicity and region. Yep. And then before you know it, you almost have like a mathematical equation for who to attack. Yeah. yeah. And for anybody listening out there, assume that you're on a list that somebody can buy about you. Right. <laughs> somebody has your information. They know they know how old you are. They know your spending habits. Right. They know how long you've lived there. They know your demographic. Right. Scary but true. And you can just, you know, you <clears throat> have to work under the assumption that that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably it is. probably yeah. Is. And and that's the thing you say, scary but true. I think it's it's different for somebody like me and you guys too, where I've really grown up in a day and age where this is par for the course. This is kind of occupational hazard. If you want to get in, you have to also be ready, especially with like what you see nowadays with all of the data breaches and the privacy breaches. But again, for somebody who's older, this is just so out of the realm oh, yeah. of what they're used to. Because they're used to if somebody comes along, you know, and they say, hey, listen, this is what we're selling. This is what we're doing. Oh, okay, you know, and they look very valid. They look legit. You know, they generally want, okay, well, let me just see what you're offering. Let me see what your product is, blah, blah, blah. Nowadays, and especially with romance scams, you know, and I, I tell the seniors all the time, you, you know, it was just like when you were a kid, you know, 
and people came along. You know, may have had this person come along and say all these sweet things to you, and you were like, yeah, okay. Well, it never went out of style. <laughs> you know, now yeah. they're just doing it with, you know, in these day in this day and age, you're doing it with silver hair. There's silver hair foxes. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're kind of like a silver haired fox. Get out of here. You it are. Is. Yeah. I was gonna say it. I'm a no hair fox. I was gonna fox, say so it. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna keep it going lower and lower. I would love <laughs> for you, you to go. like I want you to just keep the head shaved and grow a ZZ top beard to you like to like your belly button. That would be pretty rad. Is that I feel like that would kind of be your speed. Yeah. Look, you, you could pull it off. I could pull it off. Okay. John, we'll see him in 20 years from now when he's a silver hair fox. Yeah. Yo, I better have all my hair. I swear to God, if I don't, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed. That would suck. Can you imagine? Yeah, I said the same As thing. I say to the bald guy. Um, yeah, yeah, right, don't, right, don't say that right. to a bald guy. Not cool. So uh, we've talked about a couple of different things. Like there's the crowdfunding, romance scams. Chair, what else is there? Oh, grandparent scams. Somebody call you up. What is that? Somebody call you up and tell you that there's been something catastrophic that happened in your family. Uh, somebody's been arrested. Somebody also, like, is... take a step back. Like, just imagine how messed up you have to be to be able to, like, put a complete stranger through that. Right? Yeah. Just it's... over and over and over again. Like, what? You're just such they, a scumbag. They would have to know. Yeah. Like, that you you would react in a certain way. Of course. They would have to. It would almost like they bumped into you. They're like, how can, you... I, how can I f*** up your psyche the most? Or they would, ha- they would have to be at a store to watch you or something to know that you might fall for this. Like, how? Otherwise, how many calls would you make to somebody to try to do? Th- you know what I mean? You Seriously. would have to know that they would react in a certain way. Right. Okay, no, yeah. no, no, I'm sorry. We I totally interrupted. Jared, no, explain what, like, a grandparent scam is. No, somebody call you up and they tell you, hey, listen, you're mom or your son or your daughter or somebody in your family has been in a car accident, they're in jail, uh, something catastrophic has happened to them. And, you know, hey, listen, to help them out, get them out of jail, help with their hospital bill, uh, they're going to immediately meet a cash uh, influx of $1,000, two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000, something like that. And people, oh, my goodness, you know, my, my child or my daughter. Or they're my, frantic. Yeah, they're frantic. Next thing you know, they, they end up, you know, okay, well, what, what can I do? And they get into that panic mode because, again, it goes off an emotion, an immediate emotion, reaction to help, and especially if it's a close family member. So those are other kind of scams. And believe me, those scams, unfortunately, they work in a lot of cases. Right. So everything that we've talked about so far, I'm sorry, did you have to say something? No. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. So I bought, like, it, from what I am kind of picking up from what Jerry's saying right now, it's it's that a lot of the times when these older people are trying to do something that comes from a good place, whether it's being altruistic by donating to a crowdfunding source, whether it's, you know, coming from a really loving place romantically, whether it's coming from a really loving place from a familial aspect. It's always these people, and by these people like the criminals, the scammers, it's always them trying to exploit and take advantage of these of our elderly community. The best kind of people. The the best ones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Right. Right. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go let's go target sweet, just like good sweet little grandmas. That sounds like a great idea. That's so it's, it's sad. Messed. I mean they're like, hey, Mrs. Slavinsky lives right there. Let's go to her house and let's totally. see, hey, uh, Mrs. Slavinsky, hey, you know, you need some contracting work done on your house. So let's talk about contractors now. Right. You need some contracting work done on your house and you know, Oh, is this we, another we one? Is this yeah. con- is it fake, fake contractors? Fake contractors. You know, and they're, they're, that's another type of scam. It's like yeah. the money pit. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, great movie. Is it? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude, Tom Hanks, you got to check that out. Oh, yeah, I saw Okay, that. all right, all right. Oh, yeah. Before you were born, I saw that, but anyway. <laughs> uh, she lives on the corner. Next thing you know, they said, hey, listen, you, know, you need some roofing done. You need a driveway ceiling. You need something done. And, you know, they offered a service, and they got the Bruce Springsteen look, you know, you know, jeans and T-shirt, and they come there, the hammer hanging Yeah, like off totally disarming. Yeah, a hammer hanging off their, off their waist, and next thing you know, they offer her a discount service. But is it real? You got to be out. You got to is is something like that real? This discount check, service will they show up? Check that Pennsylvania contractor number on the Attorney yeah. General website. Yeah, check out our website, guys. Yeah. There, it's like we keep saying over and over again. It's flushed with information. But John just redid it. He worked for like a year on it. It looks so good, and there's so much stuff on there. Yeah. Um, and all, check their business card too to yeah. see if it has that number on it. Mm-hmm. All of our tips and tricks with regards to how to stay safe and identify certain certain scams and make sure that you're you know, kind of in the green, just make sure well, you that's come to what our that, that's what that whole yeah. thing is for. Right. For legitimiz- legitimizing um, businesses. Right. So right. you have to be, you have to be registered in Pennsylvania. So even if they have that number, go check it. You can search for it on our site and that will give you, awesome. it's not going to give you a criminal history or anything, but they have to renew that every year. There's, there's a certain um, requirement that they have to meet. Okay. In order to get that that ID number, so they can't be, you know, in debt to the bank, or they can't just be like yeah. shooting from the hip. Correct. Yeah. They right. can't be a fly by night company, and that's that's what it's trying to prevent people from doing. That's awesome. Yeah. So make sure that if someone does come to your house that says they have a PA contractor number, go go look it up quick. So that's actually really helpful, and it's something that we should just be saying more and more to because all of you guys listening out there, seriously check out our site. It is so cool. It's um, really state-of-the-art, and you wouldn't believe the amount of information on there. Um, but, Jerry, like with these sort of things, whether it's a romance scam or a grandparent scam or a fake contractor, yeah, I feel like the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that any sort of elderly person listening to this can have is just don't don't give money under pressure right yeah and it's easier said than done because sometimes again the the pressure may they may put the pressure on themselves in a lot of cases but when it comes to somebody you know coming up to them or offering them some wow out of this world deal or offer or trying to pressure them into a sale or something like that Again, they got to take a step back, uh, confer with somebody else in their family. I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But let me talk to somebody about this first. You know, again, because that's with anybody. That's with any of us. And again, these scams transcend the elderly in a lot of cases. Again, they may be a little bit more susceptible, but this goes for all of us. And you just got to take a step back and make sure you talk to or communicate with a family member or a friend and do due diligence and just do your research on these individuals in front of you to see what they're offering and what the product is totally thanks for listening to us really appreciate it we'll be back at you next week this is dave signing off this is jerry this is john thanks for listening see you guys soon